Hey, Super Legends, Superheroes, and Megastars. Welcome to another episode, a live episode of Hot High Six and Seven Figure Coaches on Fire. We have got an absolute Super Legends, Super Legends, Megastars of Megastars in the house, and I am really excited. So, for you superstars that are watching live, please drop in the comments, whether you're watching on Facebook, LinkedIn, at YouTube, where you are tuning in from. And if you're watching on the replay, you know what to do, hashtag replay. So my guest today is, I always joke about, and so I think I've been saying this for about a year now, that she is my favorite day of the week. Her name is Paula Day. She is everything, absolutely everything. That's what she is. Business consultant, business coach, trusted advisor. She's a mother, a partner, uh, seriously, I just I don't know how she manages everything. She's worked at the top in the corporate world, and she's been a CPA, run a t-shirt business, and so much more. And today, I'm excited because she's going to be talking about money. So, without any further ado, let's give a big, massive, ginormous, humongous welcome for Paula Day. Hey, superstar. Hello, thanks for having me, Andre. Oh, thank you for being here. So I appreciate you so much. And also, just want to say a special thank you for last week doing a masterclass for yeah for my group for my team, which was just amazing. And I know that they were just drilling you like with like with so many so many questions. So I appreciate all your time because you went above and beyond. So Paula, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do, and then we can get into business, get into money. Sure. Um, I know that everyone's here on the edge of their seats going, money, yes, let's talk about money. But yeah, a little bit more about me. In case you don't know who I am, I'm Paula Day. Uh, I didn't start off with my own business like many people. I started off in a different path. Um, I started off my career as an accountant and I became a CPA and I really quickly climbed that corporate ladder um, for two reasons. One, there was a massive shift at the time for women in leadership. So there was a lot of support behind um, me to move my career fast into leadership. And it did move fast. I think I was leading teams, big teams at like 26 years old. Um, and also around that time is when I had my kids and I had um, my first son and he has he has two um, two sort of special needs that he, he needs support with. And I had to make a decision sort of early in my career whether I step back and become the full-time carer or whether I step forward and become um, the career and, and get the money for the family type of thing. And, and look, my dad helped me make, a, make that decision. He was there with me and, you know, he was close to retirement, but he wasn't that close to retirement. I think he was 53 at the time. He had a really big job as well and he said, look, um, I'll step back, I'll retire early and I'll look after him and I'll take him to all of his appointments and you go and make the money because, you know, he's going to need help, that, you know, who knows for how long and you've got a lot more of a career ahead of you than I do to make this money. So um, it was such a blessing that I had that support behind me and I know that a lot of people don't. Um, so it was it was like a, a, a go button, you know, <laughs> I had to accelerate this career and I did, I did. I, I got to, um, to work on some amazing um, million dollar projects, billion dollar deals, um, in and out of government 
um, Parliament. I, I got some really great experience and really great roles and worked with some brilliant people um, who I still catch up with today, which is so, so lovely. And, you know, finishing up my career, I think, um, you know, with the vision that I had in mind at the start. So I remember at the start I had this vision of me in a corner office overlooking the beautiful city and I had this gorgeous team behind me and, and that's how I finished. I did have that. I had the beautiful view, I had the beautiful team, but I was just ready to make a different move. And, and this wasn't my first move. As you mentioned, I owned a T-shirt business before that. Um, I did go to leap out of the corporate world because I was I was ready to do something different. And I think a lot of people get to that, you know, um, they're ready to do something different. They're ready to step out, whether it, you know, for me, it was like, I just don't see my kids enough and I wanted to see them grow up more. So I wanted to make that shift. And I, so I listened to a podcast just like this, Dre, like, you know, the podcast that you're running right now is an interview podcast. And I listened to it and I actually just took action on everything that the interviewer, like person who was being interviewed said. They'd built a T-shirt business and I thought, you know what, and they were Aussie as well. I was like, oh, I'm just going to give it a go. And I did. I gave it a go. I actually hired a coach to help me. She was brilliant. She'd done similar sort of things in the past. Um, and I had those T-shirt, that T-shirt business up there and I had T-shirts in the top 10 pages of Amazon, I think in my first three months. Yeah, <laughs> pretty awesome. <laughs> so when you get to that stage, you know, you're making money in your sleep. And I thought, this is it. This is my jump. I'm going to be a T-shirt business owner, you know, from corporate accountant <laughs> to leadership to, to business um, T-shirt business owner. Um, but um, with, with a couple of life changes, you know, I went through um, a, a divorce at that time and life just took me in a different direction. And um, through that, I, I lost everything. I lost, I lost that business in, in that process. And it took me a while to get back on my feet, but I was, I was not giving up on getting, doing something different with my life so I could build it around the kids and the family a little bit more. And I had to think, okay, well, what have I got? You know, and I, I hired a coach to help me with that. So at this stage, I'm like two coaches going, going through a major life change, right? But it was figuring out, okay, well, what have I got? And it's and it was years of leadership, years of, you know, business coaching, years of, you know, doing business plans like over and over and over again for different businesses. And so I had to look, okay, well, this is what I've got. And I had to, and I decided to take the leap as a coach. Now, as you know, I didn't step straight into business coaching. I stepped into relationship coaching first um, and then moved into business coaching a little later. And that's where I am now. Uh, all right. Thank you for, for sharing, Paula. So I've got my first question around, it's going to be mindset. So you being in the corporate world and then you, you know, starting your business and then having a very successful coaching consulting business at the moment, that mindset, did you have the same mindset with your attitude towards like money or was it different or how did, yeah, how did you see things or how was that? Yeah, so it, I think, you know, your mindset will level up and it will shift constantly. This is not something that you stop working on. Like you, that, that mindset has to level up all the time as you level up. So if I think back to the corporate space, 
and the way um, I thought about business and the way I thought about money and I had to shift that mindset out of I'm going to take a, a wage for the rest of my life to I'm going to actually build a business and have have clients and the money's going to come in a different way. And I had to shift into that um, knowing and that decision that that was my path and block everything else out because when you're in that space of you've got a job and maybe there's some people in here as well, like you've got a job or you've got a family member who's going through the same thing, like do I take the business or do I take that step forward towards it? It's a huge, it's a huge change in direction and it's not an easy paved path to go down. You know, the, the easy path is, is the career and, and what you've been shown the different path and it's not always paved in, you know, as many comforts as you're going to, um, as you would have been, you know, experiencing there, but the rewards are different and you just have to make that decision. I had to make the decision that that's the direction I was going in and this job, I'm still going to turn up, I'm still going to give it my all, I'm still going to be fully present and I'm going to love this job because it's supporting me at that point to the journey that I'm going on. So I think that's an important thing there, not to um, hate what you're doing. A lot of people get very disgruntled or into the negative, oh, I don't want to go to my job or I don't. I, I went the reverse. I'm like, this is a blessing. I'm going to show up. I'm going to love this. I'm going to give this my all and I'm going to know that it's not my main thing. I know that over here, this is what I'm heading for, but I'm still going to love what I do. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing. All right, so Paula, what are, you know, maybe like three of the common mistakes that you find when it comes to money? Like, so if we just take an example of like coaches or, or business owners, what would be some of those mistakes or problems that you see? Okay, so look, one of the biggest mistakes, and it causes a huge problem with small to medium businesses and it's the reason why a lot of small to medium businesses go under every single year. It's not because they have lack of passion. It's not because they aren't making sales. It's not because they don't love what they do but often it's because they just run out of cash. Like they simply run out of cash because they've made a decision and they haven't understood the implications around that. And that's just failing to, to even look at it, right? So sometimes we're so focused on the startup. We're so focused on, okay, I've got to get my marketing right. I've got to get my branding right, which is all really important stuff. I've got to learn how to get my sales right. All really important stuff. But sometimes if we, but if we don't sort of acknowledge that we've got cash coming in and cash going out, you might be making decisions on gut feel or we had a great sales month or I'm feeling like this is going to be a good month, you know, when in reality, like you might have made some sales and they might be on some payment plans and you're not going to get all that cash all at once. And then you've made some other decisions to spend some money which you didn't have or, you know, so just being like a, a big, big thing that um, you need to be mindful of is understanding your cash, right? Understanding that cash flow. And it is something that I encourage my business owners to understand, even if you are going to pass it over to a bookkeeper or an accountant to look after, 
you still need to know what's going on. And I don't, it doesn't matter what level business you're at. Like I've worked with people on billion dollar deals, billion dollar businesses, million dollar projects. That leader in charge of that always wants to know what's going on cash wise. They want to know it on a weekly or daily basis, what's happening so they can make the decisions that they need to make. And you as a small business owner need to be across that too. I love that. That is a great, great tip. So yeah, I love that one. And I know that I have been all that in the past guilty of just burying my head in the sand. Like yes. sort yourself out, <laughs> sort yourself out. <laughs> And that's the massive thing, right? We put our head in the we think, you know what, it's too hard. It's too hard. I don't want to, I don't want to look at it. Or perhaps you've had, you know, a childhood or an upbringing where you've been told, I'm not, you're not good at maths or you're not good at numbers or you're not good with money. So you don't want to look at it. And so sometimes the first step is actually just opening the bank account and getting real with yourself. Right? Yeah, this is the real so picture. Nice. Yeah, thank you. All right, do you have another one for us? Do you have like a what another problem or mistake that you see business owners or coaches make? Yeah, absolutely. So especially around money, and I think it's you know around um, the use of your money is a, is another big mistake. So often business owners will come to me and their their business is moving along. They've got sales coming in. They're like, now we need to make sure that this is a real business. Everything's happening, right? So when they get to me, it's fair to say that their business is moving along. They've got sales coming in. They've mastered that part of it, right? And often their first question to me on the first session is, I'm just, I'm going to need some more team, right? We're going to need to bring in more team, right? So we need to be mindful that, yes, it may be that your next step to bring in more team but it may be something else as well. So sometimes we need to step back and look at where we're spending our money. Like, is it being spent in the right way for where your business is at right now? Like, I've definitely been, you know, a lot of um, smaller businesses and they've got these expensive websites that they just don't need or expensive funnels and things like that, which are massively draining on your expenses. And I know that this topic's not that sexy sometimes and you might be, you might just want to turn off to the, the money. But it's so important to know because instead of just jumping to uh, the conclusion of, you know, we need to bring on more team, looking at it in a different way because it may not be the first step for us right? That may be that you need a better system. It may be that you need to out, um, outsource to a, a different company. It may mean that you just need to do a process a little bit differently. You may need to set up some infrastructure, some systems, some processes before you, before you bring on the team, right? To make it smoother. So it just knowing understanding your business a little bit more and rather than just jumping to the conclusions of yep it's more team or uh, worse still sort of looking around at other businesses and thinking that was the step that they took so that must be my next step too where it may not be that is a great point so I remember when I got into coaching I was watching all these other coaches like do their thing and they were way <laughs> way ahead of me and I just I didn't really have a clue and I was just copying I didn't understand the mechanics so that's a great great 
great tip. All right, last last problem, last question. Yeah. Um, yeah, in relates in relation to money. Yeah, what other what's like another problem or mistake that you that you see? And then I want to ask you about the money playbook. Okay, so uh, one more, even though there's there's many. <laughs> one more that I see often is the avoidance of raising prices. So not really making sure your prices are right. Now, I had a, a client come to me, uh, we, you know, we've been working together now for, I'd say, about eight months. And when we first got together and we started to look at their, their, their figures and what they were charging, and they, were, they felt like they were running fast and they felt like they were just doing everything. They weren't being able to sort of pay everything on time. They won't be able to pay themselves all that well. And it's because they didn't actually have a really great profit margin stuck on the top of their, on their, um, on their prices, right? So they weren't really charging properly to be able to pay for the business and pay for themselves, right? So often this is missed. We just, you know, I've seen people. Uh, I don't know if you've had this before, where people are, are crowdsourcing the the prices. You know what? Maybe I'll just go do some research. What's that person charging? What's that person charging? All right, I'll make a midline. I'll charge, or I'll charge under what they're doing because I'm new. Like none of yeah, <laughs> none of that is what you should be doing, right? Because one, you're taking on that other person's money blocks. You don't know what their limits are. Like I, I would never want to suggest to one of my um, clients, this is the amount you should charge because I want them to come up with that. I want them to put their CEO hat on and actually go, you know what, this is what I'm going to charge. All I want to do is check in with them that they came up with it and they didn't just go, oh, someone else is charging that so I can do it too. Because, I mean, isn't it true? You've got, like, you've got so many different businesses out there, right? So many different businesses out there. And you've got like, if you have a look at, you know, if you're going to buy, say, a commodity, like, if you're going to buy like a handbag, if you think about a handbag, you can go to Kmart and go to Target and go to a low cost store and buy a handbag. Or you could go to Chanel. You could go to Dior. You can go to a really upscale and there's everything in between, right? So there's room in, in your market for all of those people in between, as well as the top and the bottom. You've just got to pick where you're going to be, but also make sure you pick based on, you know, being able to pay yourself, being able to pay your business, and also on the experience that you bring to the table. Like, value your experience. I love that. Thank you. And you just made me, yeah, made me think when you've done the masterclass, I think one of the things that we were talking about was um, to pay yourself first. Yes. Oh, that was uh, that was a great reminder and a great tip. So thank you. All right. So tell us about you. What's what's going on with with you? What's happening in yeah, in your world? And what are you up to? What's happening in my world is I've you've got it running along the bottom of my on the screen there. I've just written a money playbook with like ten different strategies in it. I've popped them all in there to help you, but it's. They're easy things. They're things that you can just implement like right away and it's an easy, fun read because I don't know if anyone's read a, um, a business book lately. Like when I, um, you know, went into coaching, I was like I need to consume 
all of the knowledge, right? I need to read all of these business books. If I'm going to be, you know, consulting on this, I'm going to be knowledgeable on this. And so many of the books did not apply to the way that I work or my season of life or that the fact that I was a mom of five kids or like it just if I followed what they had put in there, there's no way I could have run my family and my relationship or, or the business I want, the way I wanted to. So I've written this guide to say, you know what, you don't have to do it that way. You don't have to do it any way that anyone else has done it. In fact, there's so many different ways to run your business. But these are the main things that you can do and implement straight away to bring more money in. I love that. Yeah, thank you. All right, I'm looking forward to, to reading that. And oh, a couple more questions. Actually, maybe one more question. So you know that I love like dad jokes. So do you have a dad joke or maybe a dance move, like a famous quote, something inspirational, motivational, something empowering that you'd yeah, like to share or leave us with? So... I'm the biggest dag when it comes to jokes. My kids don't think I'm funny at all and I've been told that multiple times. Okay, so <laughs> let's, let's, let's not go on the joke <laughs> the joke um, tangent there. I'll go the more motivational thing and really like if you're at six or seven figures, which you know most of you are here or you're aiming for that um, and you're a coach and you're moving, you know, you're growing this business, the main thing to keep you going is to keep stepping forward and just make that decision that you are going to succeed no matter what. Tune out to the noise. Tune out to people are saying no. Tune out to even all of the, the things that are going wrong at the time and just keep on stepping forward because you will fail, you will fall, you will have bad times, you will have all of, you know, you will have times where you want to burn the whole thing up and you will have times where it's going really, really well. But the key is to make that decision that you're not going to stop regardless of how hard it gets, regardless of how um, difficult it gets, that you are going to make it through. <laughs> Somebody call Michael Jackson because that was a thriller. Paula, just want to say a massive, ginormous, humongous thank you to you for coming on today, sharing both the common problems but also the solutions as well and what you're up to. So if you guys are listening on Spotify, Apple, all the other podcast platforms as well, make sure that you download a copy of the Money Playbook and you can get that at... Just waiting for it to come across the screen. PaulaDay.com.au forward slash the money playbook. Paula, thank you so much for your time. Appreciate you and everything that you, that you do. Thank you so much, Dre.